Yes, 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 yes. And I, I mean, I have full control over this anyway. I'm going to cut everybody else's voice out except for mine anyway. So all you can hear is me talking at the end anyway. So that's all. Cool. Uh, oh, we, we're recording already. Yes, yes. And well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show podcast. Uh, I'm your host with the most. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm a dad. <laughs> no, it's Gabor here. It's a bit rich. Hey, it's Alex here. Welcome along. And we've got a guest today. A special guest. Sure. Yes. Hello. Yes, we've got Angelic Pete. <laughs> it, it doesn't translate if they can't doesn't see translate the without a camera. No. <laughs> well, if you, you've got to watch either the um, Vintera to uh, P bass or Vin, or uh, Justin Melder Johnson Mustang bass videos, then you know what we're talking about with uh, see the aura Ange- the Angelic Angelic Pete. <laughs> yep. um, so yeah, Pete. Uh, Pete's uh, a guest uh, bass player for the Stars. Amongst other people, the Greg Doney band. <laughs> oh, yeah, right on. <laughs> Including but not limited to <laughs> Sir Greg Doney. <laughs> no, just uh, a good friend and local local uh, bass player slash guitar player um, who we invited along to do some videos, uh, bass videos with us. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks. Thanks for being here. Mm. Um, so we're going to, in this, I was going to say video, but it's a podcast. In this podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the Vintera 2 series stuff. Um, we've been sent, but first up, let's just let's just have a little chat. We've got Pete here. Um, let's let's find out a little bit more about Pete, because all I know about Pete is his name is Pete, and he plays bass. That's where it ends for me. Ah. I know nothing else about him. Nothing. Shoe size, no idea. Wow. T-shirt size, no clue. <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> is it all clothing related? <laughs> uh, what have I walked into? <laughs> uh, c- 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 car boot size, no idea. <laughs> um, so Pete, yes. Uh, uh, who who are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. First of all, thanks for being on the podcast yeah, and doing all the videos. Um, so yeah, it, just tell us a little bit about yourself, Pete, and and you you like how, starting off in music, and how did you get into music, and and how did you become a bass player to the to the stars <laughs> of the <laughs> of the Sunshine Coast in Queensland? Yeah, right. Uh, well, I started playing guitar. That was my first instrument. Um, I was uh, fortunate enough to have some pretty cool guitars at home. Uh, my old man's a player and, uh, yeah, I, you know, as soon as I heard Zeppelin and Dire Straits and all the good stuff, it was, uh, yeah, got to have me some of that. But he tried to get me to play classical for a long time and it's not until I heard that stuff. And there was a, uh, I think it was a, a Jimmy Vaughan special strap ah. brought home one day. That's the creamy white one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maple fingerboard going through a, uh, like a twin. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. The like, heaviest amp in the history of the universe. That's what I'm going to play now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So, um, that's what got me started. And oh, cool. And in terms of bass, it was, uh, it just came about. Uh, necessity. Necessity. Yeah. Really, no one to fill that gap and. The guitar. Tr- I had guitar no idea plays. what I was doing. And Growing yeah. trees, don't they? They basically it's, exactly. You. Yeah. you, you Literally, you drive around, you throw a piece of paper out of the car, and whoever catches it most likely plays guitar. Yeah. yeah. It, well, they don't have to catch it. It'll don't just have hit, to it'll just hit yeah. <laughs> And you know that the, the bass player is the one that gets hit in the head. The guitar, the guitar player catches yeah. it. <laughs> and the drummer tries to eat it. <laughs> the drummer goes, Whoa. That was a UFO. The earth is flat. <laughs> Let's not get into that sort of stuff now. <clears throat> um, and yeah, so currently playing with Tobias. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, playing bass for Dubai. And, uh, yeah, we've got some good things happening there. And a Greg Doney band. 
And the crack don't agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're getting married uh, in yeah. the sun- on the Sunshine Coast yeah. and you want a good band with either me or Alex playing guitar. I mean, if you want a good band with me, uh, if you want to know which band with Alex playing guitar. <laughs> oh. And uh, <laughs> with Pete on bass and uh, with Greg, who sounds a lot like uh, Michael McDonald, uh, on well, vocals. Likes to think he does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then yeah, check out the Greek Tony band, but it's a different story. Uh, well, okay. Well, Alex, quickly, what have you been up to since our last podcast? Uh, went on holiday. Ooh, that was nice. Fancy. Yeah, went a road trip down to New South New South Wales. Ooh, the new one. Yep, yep. Is it as good as they say? I actually went to the northern part of New South Wales. So I guess it's just Wales, and um, went on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's a bit of a it's. Tricky one to work out. North South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Upper, lower, east, eastern, yeah. northern rivers. Yeah. And did some road tripping <laughs> and found some good places to eat and drink. Didn't see any music, I don't think. Oh. Managed to avoid all that. It's good. Didn't buy any gear. Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's good. And what else? depends. Is the girlfriend listening or not? She's aware of these purchases. She doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> And what else? Actually, actually, just out of curiosity, uh, if you are female and you're listening to this podcast, let us know in one way or another. Because, yeah. I mean, our, our, the YouTube channel is about 90%, no, no, sorry, 98% male to female ratio. So it'd be interesting to know how many the, females uh, listen to this. With a 2% margin of error. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roughly. Um, gear-wise, nothing too crazy. <clears throat> I feel like it's actually time to spring clean things. Yeah, I think I'm going to going the, the opposite thing. way, yeah. Um, so if anyone wants stuff, please hit us up. <laughs> um, Anything. Um, it's actually spring here. Sorry. It's actually spring here, so it's yeah. applicable to be spring cleaning. Yeah. Um, stuff in the house too, just trying to clean things out. So if you want couches, folks, yeah, come to 123 Fake Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing too mad guitar-wise, I think. Um, besides stuff from the channel yeah yeah a lot of Intera stuff that's come yeah some toys through the yeah. videos yeah and the uh, uh aerodyne actually we did a podcast on the aerodyne series we but did. that the sd card um oh, was yes. c- corruptified that's and right. didn't work oh, dear. Boo. yeah which is boo so um yeah we've been doing stuff with fender that's been cool lots of stuff with fender yeah. i've been a bit silly i've been an, i've been a naughty boy naughty naughty boy i actually ended up buying two of the guitars at fender sent us um, yep. Just can't resist. No, no. But that's why one of the many other reasons I must be getting hungry. My tummy's rumbling. Yeah, I know it's the motorbike. Sorry. Um, They're really loud, aren't they? It's a loud motorbike, isn't it? Um, it? Might be several. No, I think it's just one. What are the odds on him having a long grey beard and a, southern, <laughs> and a southern cross tattoo on his shoulder? Local, just, just, just throwing it out there. Like, <laughs> local chapter, like a Bogan Gandalf. Bogan Gandalf. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> All inked. Thou shalt not overtake me. Thou <laughs> <coughs> shalt yeah. not steal my VB. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yes. So, I ended up buying two guitars. I bought the which Elemental uh, Elemental Series Jazzmaster, which is the flat white satin. The flat white, white one, which is just gorgeous. It's just such a beautiful. Did you guitar. see that? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's like a satin. It's white? satin white Jazzmaster, right. uh, but two humbuckers and um, stopped out bridge. So, fantastic. So, yeah, it's beautiful. And I bought uh, an Aerodyne, the Aerodyne Telecaster. Which oh, okay. Was, um, in California blue, also beautiful color. Yeah. Uh, matching headstock, both of matching headstock, which I've I've found out now, 
after many, many years of being a guitar player and playing, I really, really, really like matching headstocks. Right. <laughs> uh, so from now on, I will only buy guitars with matching headstocks. There you go. See, I went through a phase of not liking them, but I think I like them now. Mm. I think it looks great. Yeah. What's your opinion on matching headstocks? Yeah, the color's got to be right. They did a really nice job on that Aerodyne where they, I can't remember the color on that. I think it was on the bass that we did, the jazz bass. Yeah. Had that oh, sort of dark chocolate, chocolate burst. Co- yeah. Oh, man. Chocolate burst. And it was that sort of, that same sort of chocolatey brown yeah. headstock. It looked fantastic. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Um, some of the old Japanese stuff, they had some of those purple mist colors. Yeah. They did matching headstocks back purple in like mist, the 80s and 90s. Okay. It was, um, yeah, they were, they were cool. Yeah. Well, that, that the Jazzmaster had sort of a satin white finish mm. with a satin white headstock, which looks great. What's the fingerboard? Um, rosewood. Oh, okay. That works. Yeah. yeah. Dar- and a nice dark rosewood too. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, uh, we actually did, we did a video with, um, we had a, a Strat, which was in, it's a color called California Blue, mm-hmm. which is a really nice blue, like a, there's probably a photo of it. <laughs> um, and um, it had a matching headstock as well. And the Strat had a maple board mm-hmm. and the Telly had the rosewood board and it looks way better with a rosewood board. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I like rosewood generally better than maple. Oh, I think that just works with that kind of with configuration a, with the, yeah, see that matching headstock. You can't see this because it's a podcast, but check that out. Oh, is that, 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 that. No idea. It's just found on Google Images. Well, that's a cool looking, that's a jazz bass. That's, that's a jazz bass with violet holographic sparkle. Ooh. But if that was a maple fingerboard, it just wouldn't work. See, that's, yeah, right. That's the Telly I bought. Yeah. Um, and that's the jazz master. Yeah, that's cool. Classic. Um, just showing pictures <laughs> yeah. of them. That's, it, you need your special glasses, which for uh, only forty nine ninety five a month, <laughs> um, and we need at least a thousand people uh, to sign up. Uh, you get those special glasses, so you can send see. You, send your credit card details to one two three so you can, Street. You can see what we see. We should that that, that would be cool actually. If, I mean, if a thousand people give us fifty bucks a month, we'll yeah. do it definitely. We should get those Google glasses, you know, with a camera on the side, mm. and then they could live. As we do the Ooh. podcast, they could watch what we watch through the glasses. <laughs> Just looking at a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's riveting. It's Star- absolutely riveting. Staring at a wall. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to take a photo now because that's another thing. Actually, before we even really get into it, that's another thing we always talk about on the, on the podcast or say on the podcast is if you're listening to this, take a photo of whatever it is you're looking at as you're listening to this. If you're driving a car, flying a plane, pull over <laughs> but, or bike. Um, but yeah, whatever it is you're looking at, take a photo of it. I'm going to take a photo of what I'm looking at. There you go. Uh, I'm going to put it up. IPhone. Yes. Take it a photo. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that never ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Anyway. So yeah, do that and, 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 and post it to somewhere or send it to us somewhere on our, our, our social media stuff. There's links to everything below. Uh, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. I've been, I bought those two, um, yep. um, guitars and. I spent about three days, maybe, mm-hmm. all up, just doing B-roll photo stuff for all the Aerodyne guitars Did that you? we got, because there was seven of them? Three days, huh? Six of them, and the, the Squire bass. There was a Squire bass, too, that we did, that, that HS bass. Oh, yeah, bass. yeah. Um, so I think it was three days of most of the day sitting there with the gimbal and uh, with my kid's skateboard. And trying to move the <laughs> to do like moving shots because uh, we're a little bit too cheap to buy sliders um, or dollies so, or whatever you want to call. Them. Yeah. So none of that other podcast exists, does it? Um, I see if I can salvage bits yeah. of some bits of it exist because so, so we we're using again we actually we should mention it as well we're using the the um, Boss Geekcaster Eight 
Correct. Um, this is what you hear us through, and then you'll also hear us, um, the guitars and stuff, there's the, the internal amp sims and all that sort of stuff that we're going to use with the guitars and the bass. Um, so what the Gitcaster does, I think every 10 minutes, it cuts it into a snippet of another, hmm. like another snippet. Audio files, yeah. Audio file. So yep. it's multi-track, so everything is on a separate track, but it, it cuts it into 10-minute long snippets. And some of those snippets were for some reason corrupt. Oh, no. Uh, whether it was an issue with the SD card or the Gitcaster 8 had a migraine that day, I don't know. But it's it's just there were a couple of, I think there were two two of the, I'm just going to say eight snippets or seven snippets or whatever, were corrupt and it couldn't read it. So um, I'll see if I can salvage okay. um, some of the other stuff. Were you so, using a fuzz pedal that day? No. Uh, see. <laughs> that's, that's why. why that's why. Okay. I'm using a fuzz pedal today, yeah. so uh, that'll, that'll make ready. everything better. Mm -hmm. Everything, everything better. Okay, so since all three of us have tried now the Viteria and the Japanese um, Aerodynes guitars, oh, sorry, basses, two, what's your thoughts? Should we check that out? Oh, as in comparison? Yeah. Okay. Well, should we talk about the Viteria stuff first and then do the comparison? Or should we just do a comparison and then talk about the Viteria stuff? Uh, does it matter? <laughs> okay, well, let's do the comparison first then. Sure. Um, Just because they're in similar price points, but they're also very different. Um, uh, how would you just, like cosmetically and aesthetically? Aesthetically. aesthetically. And I mean, and it's a different market. I mean, one is yeah. a, very modern, the other one is very vintage. Yeah. Um, kind of similar price points. Yeah, quite similar price points. Both yeah. brilliant. Give like, or take. Money for uh, value for money is excellent yeah. on both, but mm. after playing the Ventura P, I'd have to say that that got it over the Aerodyne. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese, it was a beautiful bass. It was so well finished, but that today just felt like it was a, it's a, bit a more, more complete package. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a vintage spec, and I guess probably you play vintage, more vintage style yeah. precision, don't you? Well, I've got, yeah, I've got American Deluxe P, PJ, and, uh, and a vintage J. But it, I think that aside, it's, that okay. just feels like it was put together really well. I think they just nailed the, nailed the brief on it. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel like the basses are cooler. <coughs> Prefer the basses from the Vintera, but the guitars from the Aerodyne yeah. series. Yeah, good call. I maybe I, I, I thought the Aerodyne series was great. I loved it aesthetically. So, like for me personally. That's just me. Yeah. Looking at this Vintera P bass in a sunburst versus the uh, all white Stormtrooper. I called it the Stormtrooper yeah. bass because it looks a bit like a Stormtrooper with yeah, black, and white. black binding and stuff. Yeah. I love that. The white. I always go the white over a burst. In saying that, the chocolate burst I thought was great. Mm. The one that on the, yeah. um, it, it was a two-tone burst. So it was only sort of like brown to dark brown to light brown, like almost like a tobacco burst, but less black. Um, I really quite like that. In, in saying that, I do actually quite like this burst. I think because there's more black too. It depends on how much black and how much red there is to me with the yeah. burst, and how yellow it goes. Because yeah. there's some of that, especially in the '60s, it went. It was really yellow, really red, and then a little bit of black on the yeah, outside. Yeah, it's almost like three yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah. Gibson, Gibson had the same issue. Yeah, some of those yeah. horrific sunbursts. Yeah, just, just oh, oh horrible. Just and then especially <laughs> when they age too, and they kind of go almost pink. To, yeah, ugh. not cool. That that. What is it called? It has a name, doesn't it? That sort of um, cherry sunburst. Cherry burst, yeah. yeah. Cherry burst, yeah. Uh, pus burst. <laughs> but to me, I, <laughs> I, I really, I really, really like the yeah. the. Uh, I mean, I bought one of the Aerodyne series guitars. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the 
the Babbage stuff on it, the bridges were yeah. great. They were really, really yeah. good. With the Vintera stuff, um, I lo- it, genuinely, I really like, I've got the Jaguar, the 70s Jaguar. I never thought I would like a maple board with black uh, block inlays, mm. but I think it actually suits the 70s thing really well. Sure. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, Setup-wise, I don't think it's set up anywhere near as good as the mm. um, uh, Aerodyne stuff was, but... Um, I quite like this combination of the creamy color and the tortoiseshell pickup. Yeah, it looks great. So this yeah. is the, I think it's called vintage white. That's what they call it. It's mm. really like a. It's cream. Cream. Yeah. Do they do that in a rosewood board as well? Or is that. The... No, the 70s one is only in a. So I think this comes in black and vintage white. Right. Both have the. This the, is the Jaguar. This is the Jaguar, the, yeah. The both have a tort, tort guard mm-hmm. and both have the maple with black um, block inlay. Uh, board which mm. like i said i never thought i would like it but actually having it here with the black binding too i do think it looks good i do think i, I do like the look of it and i do love the neck it's a great neck i guess maybe because the whole thing was committed to like the 70s thing. the 70s yeah it's not like one part of the guitar yeah. is trying to ha- have a nod nod to yes a thing in an era yeah but yeah it's if not you're yeah, all it's, in you're all in exactly. yeah 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 i mean this on a on that sort of aerodyne body would look weird. Mm. Oh yeah, of course. But it it yep. suits it suits that aesthetics. I think the black one actually looks really good, but I do think that one is the pick out of the two for me, the color. I do think that sounds really really looks really good. I think that and the P bass would be cool. That color. Okay. Oh, the P bass in that color. Yeah. I think it comes in a color. Yeah. Yeah, I think it comes in Oh, the other thing I was saying to you, I think, the other day. I think I'd like a um Fiesta Red P bass. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It comes in uh, Olympic white, so it's maybe a little less cream, oh, yeah. but it comes in a. That's pretty cool. It'll get there eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leave it, leave it, yeah. leave it. Twenty with direct sunlight shining on <laughs> it for a little bit. Um, it's not hard to find around here. Yeah, well, around here. Yeah. Um, well, should we then? Uh, okay, okay. So, so let's keep, mm. let's keep compa- comparing and then maybe get into some sounds. So, sure. so. Uh, well, we didn't have a Jaguar. We had a Jazzmaster, but. Let's let's talk P bass. So so yep. P bass and a jazz bass comparison wise. Uh what were the main differences for you? I think playability for a start. Like the Japanese ones have that very modern thing, not just looks, but also the, the neck, ne- profile. neck and feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that faster neck and probably bigger frets too, I think, from memory. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think these are quite small vintage frets and I think yeah. they were they were medium jumbo frets, I think. Sure. Or or something tall. F- medium jumbo tall frets or something like that yep. on the on the mm. whatever it is yeah yeah um but so what about you so as in as in what was sort of the main difference what made you well that out of the box this? just felt way better okay i mean you're gonna get that with any guitar some are great some are could do with some work but yeah that just felt uh it for me it's probably the finish on the neck the, okay the rosewood board and the actual on the, back, on the back on yeah, the back of the neck it was just a really comfy neck and i mean we're talking a mexican base here Stock compared standard, to yeah. yeah and it's it's a cracker yeah um I, you know the old argument of well if it's mexican i don't really want it it's um you know for some people that's the thing it's like well only i'll only buy the americans and it's like well you why well, yeah. you, you can't just, go just, past that that's a, just might, as many mexicans a in the factory in, in 1996 Exactly. Yeah, it's but, not an argument anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, even now, there's even Chinese stuff. You buy something made in China. It, it has a has a thing to it that you know a lot of people go, oh, I don't want to buy anything Chinese because mm. it's crap. But there's some really high end stuff that like, the quality is insane. Stuff out of Korea's. 
True. But I mean, I, I mean, for example, just as an example, even staying in offender world, mm. the whole Squire stuff. Um, I mean, a lot of that was actually from Indonesia now, but um, the the a, a paranormal series that was great. The finishing mm. was really good in that stuff too. Mm. It's Indonesian made stuff, which is, I guess. I mean, first they went to Japan, then that got a bit expensive, then they went to Korea, then they got a bit expensive, then they went to China, then they got a bit expensive. Now they're going to Indonesia and Vietnam to make a lot of stuff, but that's getting good quality as well. Uh, my, I have a Squire um, Jamaskis Jazzmaster, which I, th mm. I think it's better than a lot of US-made stuff that I've played. Yeah, crazy. Huh? Um, and it's Chinese-made. Yeah. That was a $700 back in the days, probably more now, but $700 guitar. Um, plays amazing, you know. It, it's kind of it, that's part of the hunt yeah no you know but it's, i think it's a lot of people yeah. have that mentality still like you're saying yeah it's mexican made oh, i can't be good i got to, got to buy us made yeah and you see it represented or reflected sorry in secondhand pricing yeah where you know they can be asked like uh they brought out a p deluxe back in mid 2000s it had a gold metal pit guard on it rosewood fingerboard in black it was killer it was one of the best bases around they ran it for, I don't know, maybe five years or something like that. And if you can find one, they're amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stock standard out of Mexico. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, cool. And it blitzed things that were twice its price. Well, we I, we were sort of talking about that that earlier on um, when I used to work at a music shop. And there were times when we would get, uh, and, and not, not to bag Fender in particular, but I mean, just because we're talking about Fender. Sure. There were times we got, a big delivery from Fender, right? And when you get a big delivery from Fender, you get some high-end US-made stuff, you get some Mexican stuff, and you get some Squire stuff. Yeah. And there were times when we unpacked the stuff, and there was a classic vibe Squire Strat that just absolutely poo-pooed over <laughs> any of the other Mexican or US-made Strats that were in there. Yeah. Um, other times, the US stuff was great. But, I mean, some of that stuff, it's, it's so good, especially... I think a lot of Mexican stuff, but it's also Chinese stuff. It's just getting so good now, the quality. So I mm. think that mentality is not a, the right mentality to have to go. No. This comes from somewhere, so I don't like it. You have to take each one on its merit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Japanese is a, is a maybe a slightly different thing because they, they do tend to do things a bit different too. Yep. So often you get stuff coming out of China, Indonesia. And again, talking Fender or Mexico, that's more traditional based, whereas the Japanese tend to, they always kind of think a little bit out of the box. So mm. I do often gravitate towards Japanese-made stuff just because it's slightly well they've just released a new line haven't they with uh like the uh 72 thin line pickup in the bridge two singles oh yeah magic ah, headstock um i've only just saw it the other day and it looks spectacular let me um, check with so Mr. Yeah, google the whole doing things differently is um sure keep yeah. pushing it you know they, mm. they constantly they do really different stuff and <clears throat> yeah i just can't remember the name of the series off the top of my head but it was it looks very nice uh well there just there is a they did some flat oh there's a made in Japan hybrid is it a hybrid series could be there's a hybrid strat there's a flat top strat flat top um there's a few different ones anyway yeah well, I mean um the paint oh, the paint looked different it, they just did a few subtle changes to it and it okay just, it looks very nice yeah yeah cool. I think all of us here are fans of Japanese-made stuff. Yeah. Whether it is has a, 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 a brand name with F written on it or possibly some more lawsuit-related brand names on mm. it. I think we're all kind of fans of those. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, like you're saying, the um, that P-Base, the black one that came out, mm. say, 15 years ago or so, 
I wonder if there's those things are those little gems are good because someone's spearheading them on the project. Yeah, for sure. Like this, just so happens that guy works at X company for six eight years, and it takes a year or two to get project off the ground, and then he gets like a really good quality spec thing and looks after the project and follows it through to fruition. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes on to do something else in his career. That little gem is because of one person doing good things. Yeah. And it's got to be something like that. Possibly. And they yeah, gave him yeah. the funding to do it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Cool. Because it doesn't matter how big a company is or like an organization, there's still people working there. Absolutely. People making decisions and following well, things that's up. That's why AI cannot take over. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you hear a lot of people say that kind of stuff actually that go to, because you can do, I think you can do factory tours of, of the fender plant in America. Oh, yeah. And I think I've heard a lot of people say it's actually way smaller than you think it is. It, right. it, you think a fender, it's this, you know, it must be this massive, humongous football sure. field size factory, mm. but it's actually not that big mm. for the amount of stuff to churn out. It's actually not that massive of a factory. Right. Um, so I guess there is less, there, there probably are less people involved than you think they are involved mm. in making these decisions. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> so maybe you're right. Maybe there's one, yeah. one guy who does all the cool stuff, and then the other guy on his off days, he, he does all the crap stuff. <laughs> oh, Kyle's in again. Oh, <laughs> this is going to be a bad series. Um, one, one last thing I want to mention with the, um, the Vintera stuff also. I do think going back to Rosewood is great. Yeah. Because uh, sure. the Laurel stuff they had before, I mean, it feels different, but for me, and I, I always said, I'm the most superficial prick in the world. <laughs> Um, oh, no, no, it's not just you. Says that. <laughs> we all say that about you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey. No, but <clears throat> just purely visually, the Rosewood yeah. just looks so much better. Yeah. And especially, and I, I, again. Wonder with, how, sorry, interrupt. What yeah. would it look like with Ebony? Go fur, even darker, yeah. 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 Down that rabbit hole. Because, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what I wanted to say. Because even with Rosewood, you can get some really much lighter colored mm. Rosewood. But I found totally. with the Vintera stuff and with the Aerodyne stuff too, it's really dark rosewood, which mm. looks great. So mm. I think just purely aesthetically, they look really good. Yeah. yeah cool. Um, should, we, should we do some sounds now? Sure. Uh, what the, you got there? So uh, in my, in my uh, uh, hot little hands, uh, I'm, holding, <laughs> I'm holding the Vintera 2 70s uh, Jaguar in vintage white. Should, we, should, we, should I quickly do some specs? Do you want to actually, do you want to play while I get the specs up? Um, myself in the knee. So we're just going into the um, Boss Gigcaster 8 and we're using the built-in... We're using just the preset, which is called... Is it on? It's got those stupid switchy things. No, they're good switchy things. Um, we're using a preset called Deluxe Crunch, but with a gain dialed down a little bit. Oh, I'm getting the specs, aren't I? <laughs> I zoned out there for a moment. Into my lovely plane. Um, can I just also say, uh, when it comes to this, I'm I, I have Jaguars and Jazzmasters. Um, they finally got the trim bar to stay, so it doesn't yeah right jiggle too much without being a screw in one. I hate screw in trims because. Oh, yeah? It seems to always, with screwing trims, it's either too loose or too tight. Yep. You can never find the right spot. So there's all these aftermarket collets you can put into 
the the vibrato bridges, the Jazzmaster style vibrato bridges. But they fi- it's finally now they got this. So this clicks in and it kind of stays in place. So I'm I'm a fan of that. So that's the black one. That's yeah. cool. Suspects while um, Alex is noodling in the background, we've got an uh, older body. We've got a 7.25 inch radios bound maple fingerboard with black blocks and vintage tall frets. Uh, late 70s C-shaped neck. Uh, vintage style early 70s pickups. Should I? Delay is on. I thought I was going to give you a delay, but the delay is on. Um, uh, we've got the uh, uh, vintage style early 70s pickups, vintage style floating tremolo with push in tremolo arm that's before mentioned, which I'm a, I'm a fan of. We've got the lead and rhythm circuits. We have a gloss polyester body finish, a four bolt standard neck construction, one ply black neck binding, a gloss neck finish. 24 inch scale length, um, 22 frets, synthetic bone nut, a 1.650 inch nut width, uh, and a vintage style butt adjustable truss rod. Butt? Mm, you adjust it via your butt. Excellent. What was the uh, radius on the bullet? Uh, 7.2, uh, 7 and a quarter, so the old vintage style. <coughs> I guess again in keeping with the vintage style yeah. stuff. Yep. Um, I really like the way that it sounds. Great sounding pickups. Uh, I really like the bridge pickup actually. This is the neck now, but um, get the bridge. Yeah, got some spaghetti twang. I think it, with a little bit of fuzz. It's crazy. That's cool with the spring. Yeah. Oh, the fuzz with the spring. Pure Fender tone right there. <laughs> it's like Doom Surf. Turf, as it's called. Yeah. Turf. <laughs> yeah, that's enough fuzz. Yeah. Can you ever have enough fuzz? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I really dig okay. that guitar. I pa- think it's. Pass it around. A, pass it around. Like, like the dirty, dirty Kardashian it is. Headphones are going to weed. The only thing, and again, okay, so this is this is just me, the offset guy, going to have just a, a, a minor whinge because you've got to have a minor whinge every once in a while. It's just it's just a casual <laughs> whinge. It's not a not a like a full racist whinge. It's a, just a casual whinge. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think to me, so this. I reckon they should chim the neck. The, the, uh, he, he, yes, you've, you've heard me. You've heard me say that before, haven't you? Um, <laughs> so to me, it's the uh, when you have that old style. The, this is sort of the vintage style bridge. It's not a Mustang style bridge. It's not any of the aftermarket stuff, and not the newer stuff. Um, 
the bridge is basically, and this is the way it came out of the box. The bridge is basically just about as low as it goes on the body. It's all the way to the body. Um, you can't really adjust the the action at all. And also coming with usually light strings, Fender guitars, which is fine. I mean, if you're into light strings, but um, the the low E string, if you strum it a bit harder, it pops off the, the saddle. Um, to me, these guitars, and it's with all of them, this is high end, low end, every every um, amount of money you want to spend, every budget basically, they just need to put a shim in the neck. So you can shim the neck or change the neck angle, but I think it's easier to just put a shim in the neck, uh, which then people can also remove it if they don't like it. So then there's a bigger neck angle, so you can raise the bridge, but still keeping the nice action which means you have more downforce on the saddles too, which means the strings don't pop up as easily. And like any um, uh, person who uh, values themselves in any way, shape or form playing a Jaguar or a Jazzmaster should put at least 11 or 12 gauge strings on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Those who are into fencing, <laughs> have some spare fencing wire fencing kicking around wire. the shed. They just have this... It's a lovely tone. There's actually, like though. no bottom end, but it's really cool. Mm. Well, you also have, um, uh, I don't know if you know how the switches work, but so you're currently on a neck pickup. The switch in the middle is the middle pickup, so now you're both pickups. And then the switch to the to the right of that is the strangle switch, which is kind of like a, um, a high-pass filter, so it cuts off, it gets rid of even more low end. So now it's the two pickups and the strangle switch. Now that uh, is the rhythm circuit up the top. So if you flick the switch up, it goes to the neck pickup, and now those two roller tone thingies are engaged. So that's a volume, and the other one's a tone. So it goes through a capacitor to give it to darken it already, like a tone capacitor. Uh, and then on top of it, I think uh, the normal volume and tone pot are one meg tone pots in Jags and Jazzmasters. Oh, really? Is that where the brightness? That's where the brightness comes yeah, from. Right. But in the rhythm circuit, I think the 500k so it darkens it instantly and that's like half the amount yeah wow it's, it's half as bright yeah, well. or twice as dark whichever way you want to look at it is it out, out <laughs> <looking> <laughs> well i think that's what it is anyway but it's a it, it it's a darker sound but then it doesn't matter what the other switches are set on so as soon as you flick that rhythm circuit switch up it's always on a neck pickup it just goes straight to the neck pickup and to whatever the volume and tone settings are that you have there It's not fast, it's just the octagon. Okay, well, I'll turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so many tones, hey? Cool. Yeah. The neck is great. I really dig the neck. It's a suit, it's quite a fat neck and it's short scale. Oh, so, is it shorter? Yeah, ja Jaguar's always short scale, yeah. Yeah, right. So it's, is it 24? 24? 24 in scale, yeah. What's a strat or a telly? Twenty-five and, five and a half. half or something. Is that what it is? I'm bad with that sort of stuff. So jingly. Twenty-five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's it, Jaguars. That's sort of the, one of the main differences. Well, uh, other than pickups and stuff, but Jazzmaster Jaguar, Jazzmasters, normal scale and or strats, same as a strat. Jaguar is shorter scale.
Groovy. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what, what are your thoughts, Pete? Uh, neck spacing is something you have to get used to. Yeah, it's a, width. Bit, it's a bit different, yeah. Um, but yeah, the tonality options are just well, I mean, inc- incredible. That was originally, in 1962, when a Jaguar came out, that was meant to be the flagship Fender guitar that gets more sounds than a Strat, more sounds cool. than, yeah. <clears throat> it just sadly didn't catch on. Do you think that's a, a look thing? Um, 60s. That's pretty nice. Given that th- the strap was already there. Yeah. I think partially it's a thing that, again, I think Couple people pe- um, pe- people didn't quite know how to use the. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Uh, people didn't quite know how to set him up. And, yeah. It is, you, you, you've got to know, you've got to have an idea what to do to set him up because otherwise, especially if you're a heavy picker. You're gonna get the strings are gonna constantly come off the fretboard. The, the, yes. Um, which it sort of semi is already now. <laughs> it's not quite on their straight. Because there's definitely bigger space. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I was finger picking it. And yeah. You, you can feel the strings well, kind of I mean, shift that's, on you. That's, that's, that's why I think so many people play them and say, oh, the bridge is crap. Because yeah, sure. they're not, they don't come set up right mm. from the factory. And then they go to shops and people pick them up and just go, oh, how do you play that? Where it literally, it would take me five minutes to do that, to set it up properly. It doesn't yeah. take longer than that. If you know what you're doing, yeah. you don't even have to take the strings off. You just loosen the strings up, put the little, little shim underneath, um, and raise the bridge. And then it, it's night and day. Yeah. Um, and especially with a short scale uh, guitar too. I, does it say, does it come with nines? Do they put nines on this? Oh no, they're 10s, so they put 10s on that. So it is a little bit better, but you need at least 11s or 12s on them just to, with the race to give them the, the, the feel you want. Sure. Or in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, and obviously with the uh, maple board, you get all that real glassy type tones. Yeah. Um, you know, if it was rosewood, you'd, it would be darker. It would be, just wouldn't have that spank to it. I mean, Jack, Jack is annoying for that spank anyway, but... Uh, sure. But it's good. It sounds good, doesn't it? It's great, eh? I actually playing it some... I kind of like it. <laughs> ah, maybe Alex is going to buy a guitar too. He's a convert. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess you've got to know how to, like, steer the spank. Sure. Steer the spank? Yeah, that's going on a t-shirt. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's not how you steer the spank, boy. One of those, you know, with Batman hitting Robin. Yes. <laughs> and considering we're going through the Gigcaster, which is the it's, so it's the, the, the Boss GT engine, so it's like the GT thousand or whatever they are, you know, the amp sim. Yeah, uh, so it's amp sim, cab sim, everything here. So there's nothing else. There was that fuzz before. If we had Vibralux here. Yeah, that's, oh, that's what I'm thinking. Happy but night. like just listening through this is Yeah, it sounds good, doesn't it? Totally usable. So this is kinda like a deluxe reverb sure. style amp sim yeah, with yeah. some there goes the E string. Um let's let's how about let's yeah. gain it up a bit. Yeah, the control. 
just a little bit more. Fix your ace pen. It's a nice guitar, isn't it? And you you really need an actual nice guitar in your life for a change, not just the tellies and strats that you always play. It's got to fix that string again, mate. It's just but <laughs> All you got to do is, if you do get it, you got to give it to me for about Five 20 minutes. minutes and oh, I'll put, it's gone up. I'll put some manly strings on it for you. Have your way with it. Some 14 to 86. <laughs> <laughs> You just so, what you do is you buy a six-string bass set, <laughs> and you take the B and the E out, and you put the other strings on it. Should we? Should we move on? Should we move Plug on to the, the other uh, one? Telemacaster. It's it's do the Telemacaster. Oh, yeah. Here we go, Pete. You can play this. What do I do with this? <laughs> Whatever what you like. There you go. Look at the Pete, Peter's got the uh, thin line telly from the. Um, yeah, sure. You've been tearing too serious. I'll do some specs while, while Pete's noodling. <coughs> Gonna tune because we care. Oh, actually. on there okay while he's tuning i'm going to quickly say the specs so uh it's the vintero 260s thin last thin telecaster thin line god i can't say i can't speak uh semi hollow body uh, ash body uh 7.25 inch radius maple fingerboard with vintage tall frets late 60s c-shaped neck vintage style mid 60s pickups vintage style three saddle bridge with slotted steel saddles wow vintage style f stamped tuning machine heads what does it stand for? For fancy machine heads? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not Fender. Uh, <laughs> we have a polyester finish. Stands for Fernandez. Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it might stand for Epiphone. You never know. Okay. F, for, F for Epiphone. Fepiphone. <laughs> um, 25.5 inch scale length. Uh, 7.25 inch radius. 21 frets. Synthetic bone nut. 1.650 inch nut width. Or 42 millimeters for... Um, futuristic people, um, black dot inlays, vintage style. Again, you adjust um, the truss rod with your butt in a vintage style. <laughs> Why are we talking to me? <laughs> Specifically to me. Because <laughs> uh, you, you're that way inclined. Uh, vintage 60s style <laughs> single coil telly pickups. Uh, <laughs> Don't mention my butt and rods and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to interesting places. Um, Stacks interesting. 
Um, so this comes with 942 gauge strings and it, uh, like all the Vintera stuff, it comes in a deluxe gig bag. Okay, sorry to interrupt. What do you think of the quality of the gig bags? Uh, they're all right. Uh, would they say they're deluxe? Um, I wouldn't call them deluxe. I'll to me, that. a deluxe gig bag would be something that's maybe in between what that is and what like a like a mm. um, mono style thing. That's what I would call deluxe. Like a somewhat hard, you know, not yeah. just. It's just a padded soft bag, really. Have you seen the Gator gig bags? That's similar to them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they're quite yeah. nice. Uh, so just saying also this, so the one we have here is um, the is is black. It's just called black, but it Correct. also comes Looks black. in a three-tone sunburst. Cool. Um, so there's links to all that stuff below. Check it all out if you want to see it. Um, What's the body timber on this one? Ash. It is ash. I was just going to say it looks like ash. How can you tell on the black? No, sorry, on the Oh, on that. Okay, I was going to say. X-ray my vision. X-ray vision tells me that this must be ash. X-ray wood vision. Wait, yeah. hang on a sec. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. only for um, polyurethane finishes. Mm. It's X-ray vision, nothing else. So this uh, has the F-hole, has the kind of like swirly offset pickguard thing. Yeah. See, to me, again... Plastic, the, plastic thin line. The only one thing, and this is just me being... You. Picking picking nits as, you know, as usual. To me, it, it needs it needs to be bound. Ah. It's binding. I think a, a, yeah, right. a thin line telly to me, I mean, generally telly for me, I think tellies need binding. They look so much better with binding, my personal opinion. Agreed. But if you put a mm. like a cream binding on that, that would just be wowzers. It doesn't have to be double bound. doesn't have to be both sides, but just the front. Uh, like a cream binding that's sort of all, kind of matching the to a certain degree to the the, the I've got up. a um, I've got a router we could retrofit binding <laughs> and a case of beer let's make it happen this, <laughs> this video is sponsored by Makita <laughs> and Foster's Foster's <laughs> you money you money I don't know Foster's I just wanted to say something that people overseas might, might have heard of just, just throwing it oh, out yeah. there. FYI. No one, no one in Australia has ever drunk Fosters ever no. before, ever. Never. <laughs> I saw, it, I saw it once in a shop in Darwin. <laughs> was it, a, was it a tourist shop? And it stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fosters. I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I've ever, yeah. I've barely ever oh, seen I think I, Fosters. I saw it in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. You see it overseas, but yeah. not here. <laughs> um. So first, first thoughts, Pete. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the neck. Good, bad, the ugly, yeah. Just feels a little underdone to me. Okay. Um, you know how like tellies and strats, some of them you really have to fight. Yeah. They just don't come easy. Uh, this one certainly doesn't come easy. I think it needs a little setup. It needs... Yeah, for sure. And this um, is where one of my little pet peeves that I always talk about comes in as well. So being vintage spec, the, the truss rod adjustment is you basically have to take a neck off to adjust the truss rod or at least take the pick guard off and probably pick up, pick up the neck pickup too. May need a little adjustment. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Pete's saying yes. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, in saying that, <clears throat> this was shipped to us by Fender. Uh, we're now in that sort of transitional time in Australia here, so it's early October. Where we're going from winter, which is not necessarily cold, but very dry, uh, relatively dry, let's say, winter, and with cold nights, to a much more humid, warmer time of the year now. So it, it, necks can move when it comes to that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
so it needs a set. It needs a little bit of setup. It's just straight out of the box like that. Um, uh, oh, that's a fancy looking chord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he backed out of that one. <laughs> 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 got good scared. <laughs> um, it could. It could. As always, I think it could go with a little, just a little setup, like they always do. Um, so yeah, um, it's, and it sounds nice for this. It does sound good, yeah. Yeah. And obviously vintage frets. Um, yeah, tall, narrow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you've you got to want to fight it. You know, yes. That's, that's its thing. That's what it does. And, and that's, the, um, that's the beauty of it too. Curvature of the fretboard. Because mm. it's it's a yeah, seven and a quarter, so it's... Not flat compound. No. no. Modern. Well, I mean, that's another thing with the with the aerodynes. I think. It was yeah. a compound, compound neck, the extra shape of the neck, plus the fretboard. Both for compound, wasn't it? Or was that? I think so. One of them. One of yes. definitely one yeah. of them. Yeah. Definitely one of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds good though. Yeah. I... Does have that woody smash? <laughs> Does have that woody telly thing? And we do have a, a scratch and dent sale going now. Over. Will it do the twangy thing? Tune it up a bit. I think. You can actually turn those lights off now because we're not filming. Yes, technically. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Um, what are you doing? So, um, yeah. Do you you do, do you have a telly besides the? Yeah. So I've got a seventy-two thin line, and going oh, back okay. to that story about the shops, I I literally opened the box and just picked it up and went, "That's mine." Is that one with the the, the two got, humbuckers or the two? Ah, um, uh, yeah, the two wide, wide range wide range humbuckers. Um, so yeah, this is in the same vein, but yeah, because you used to work at a music shop too, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. many. <laughs> so the music shop thing. Yes. Well, yeah, um, we, and, and you know straight away you just yeah, yeah you it, pick some of it. regardless of the spec, it's just you know that's the that's guitars, that's yeah. just what it is. But. Uh, what is this, uh, what's street price on this or retail? Um, okay, so the whole Vintera series, they go for, in Australia, we're looking at just just around two, or just over 2000 Right. Um, so probably like $18.99 re- street price. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. So that's retail at the, on the Vintera website. Yeah. Um, US, we're looking um, at $11,200 US. Um Europe, we're looking at about the same 11, 1200 sure. euro uh, sort of price range. <clears throat> I mean, it is, it's crazy now how expensive this stuff has gotten in general. Mm. But yeah, I found it interesting with the Vintera series. It's closer to the US price mm. than the J- Japanese made stuff that we used before that was way yeah. further apart. So the, the, interestingly, the, the Aerodyne stuff. It's more expensive than the Vintera stuff in Australia, and it's cheaper than the Vintera stuff in the US. For like a few hundred dollars, yeah. cheaper. Because um, Sweetwater, they're always the around nine hundred ninety-nine dollars every time I look. It's, yeah, it's, right. So yeah. I guess you can get it in America for thousand bucks. Sure. Um, whereas the Vintera stuff is eleven, twelve hundred dollars, but it's cheaper here by about two hundred dollars cheaper in Australia than the Aerodyne stuff. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. But yeah. It's interesting, just playing it now, there seems to be this disconnect between what I hear and what I feel. Mm. I don't know how to describe it. 
Yeah. But is that because of the amp sim or is it no, because no, of the guitar? It's the neck. No, it's the neck. neck. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you describe it, that? It's very peculiar. It's slightly just, surreal. Let like, me have it. That's me... what I mean by like you got to fight it. It just it doesn't. Like it sounds cool. I like the woody twanging. Yeah. This kind of cool woody mid-range. See, and one thing instantly, but I think that's a, that's a thin line thing. That yeah. The switch is so close to the volume. But yeah. It's too close in my opinion. Because there's two sides of the knob though you can. Yeah, no, 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 but I mean this, <laughs> that, the, the switch. To get, the thing with circular, the circular knobs is that... Shut up, Alex. There's always <laughs> another end. There's another side. Now, I know what everyone wants to know is what does it sound like with a green Russian muff-style fuzz like this? Sounds fuzzy. So this is the uh, Berry Pedals two-tone, which is great. It actually cleans up all right. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly. Yes. Sorry? It's coming through. It's cleaned up. It's a bit muffled, but it's a big muff. A bit muffled. <laughs> muffled. Hey. <laughs> So Good the one. other thing I noticed one, is that the uh, the tuning heads aren't really performing all that well. Okay, yeah, possibly. That's another thing, yeah. So that, seri- that style of machine head is always, yeah, they've always been sort of a bit clunky, but like that's not holding tunes since we've picked it up. No. Um, They're not fresh strings either. See, it sounds cool, but yeah. you know, there's something about it that's not quite right. You've got all the tone. if it is like a full like set up and tidy up the edges, edges of the I think, frets and... I, I really think with this because it to me it has that it's, it's similar to when we got the um, the Squire Paranormal series stuff hmm. now I was silly with the Squire not silly but I mean I probably shouldn't have done it but I pretty much we got what was it five guitars four guitars of bass something like that I spent a little bit of time with all of them setting all of them up even putting shims in the neck, mm. which I mean, that lent guitars. So there's someone maybe, and I think I think it's I, it's uh, I used a little bit of cardboard from there was something that was in my paper bin. I just used a little bit of cardboard <laughs> to sim to shim the neck with. So it's some totally unrelated. Usually it's at least mm. string packs that I use. Yeah. You know, the cardboard from sure. string packs, which you shouldn't do anyway. You should use wood, but I mean, pish posh. Um, it used to be wood. It used to be wood. Well, yeah, long, long time ago, it was wood. Um, but once I set, what I'm getting at too is once I set those up, yeah. Um, it, I think it's like with this. It, it, I think this with a setup. Um, I think a the tuning would, stability would increase too, possibly. Because yeah, um, I mean that's the other thing always that I quite like those split headstock. Mm. Machine edge. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you need to really get the strings on properly because otherwise they slip and they don't work well. Oh, it's probably more the gearing in the back. Yeah, the action mechanism. Could be. Yeah, either or. But that's what I mean, either or. But um, I also feel the ends of the frets are slightly, I don't know, bit loud and proud. Yeah. You soft, soften them down ever so slightly. Yeah, and I mean we could pick up another one, and it would be stellar. Or and I mean just different. <laughs> the fret ends on the on the Jaguar, great. Yeah. And it's as 
And the finish on that and bass. And the finish on that bass. Beautiful. But yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean with this. But I, I do really think yeah. this with a setup would yeah. be, well, it would go up a few notches. Like playing it, listening to it, and then listening to both of you play it. Sounds cool. Yeah. I really like the tone. I think we talked about it earlier off camera um, that Fender does what they do really well because they give you that starting point. They give yeah. you this really crisp mm. uh, base to work from, you know, putting uh, different pickups in that, setting it up to how you like it. That's that's the beauty of what they do. Um, everyone's going to play with their own gear and set it up to how they like it. Yeah. So you can't please everyone. Yeah, yeah. But what they do give you is a really good base to work from. Amps, bases, guitars, everything. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's just how they so many do people mod Fenders. Exactly. Because it's so easy to mod them. Yeah, yeah. And you just make them what you want them to be. I think you just have to realise that if you're, like, maybe new to the whole guitar world, mm. is they're meant to be kind of set up and tweaked to the player's exactly. likes and... Yeah. That's what I'm getting at with the with the Jaguars and Jazzmasters, yeah. that so many people, I think, don't get Jazzmasters and Jaguars because they go into shops mm. and they don't see the potential. They just see that, oh, the strings keep coming off the bridge. Sure. This is crap, you yeah. know. It's But it's all about the setup and what you do with them. Mm. That it's, Same with the acoustic, potential is there. acoustic guitars in shops too. Like, oh, God, yeah, those Sheer, Sheeran ones we played. Um, it's like a bow and arrow. Mm. It was horrible, like. The yeah. uh, Ed Sheeran guitar made by Loudon. They're not cheap guitars. Right. They're nice and things, but just like, literally oh. yeah. past the third fret, it was like, you know, yeah. like a centimeter almost. <laughs> Both of us go, G chords are hard. <laughs> <laughs> and you play the G chord and it goes like literally a G chord. Really bad. And it's out of tune because the action's so bad. But and is expensive. that a, re a reflection of the brand or the shop? Uh, yeah. But I mean, the, the neck was. See, that's, uh, and I mean, that's another thing I know. And I, uh, it probably doesn't matter. Can I give you that? Yeah, sure. Um, the, the point is the customer is going to buy it. Mm. You know? yeah. I, when I first started, and I don't know what it was like where, where you worked, but um, at Malulaba, but at Noosa, when I first worked there, the, this is the previous owners, mind you, so I don't know, maybe things are different. But when I first started working there, guitars come in, uh, I would say, oh, the action is, the neck is bowed, the mm. action's tall, this is horrible. You know, I would start mm. setting it up. Yep. And I would be told not to do it, right. not to spend time on that. Because, it, I mean, I guess the shop I worked at was quite small. There was only the, the boss, his son, and then two of us working. So it wasn't a big lot of staff. But they kind of frowned upon me hmm. trying to set stuff up. And then one of the other guys said, yeah, we all kind of do that at the beginning, but don't do it because it takes too much time. And I know that there's a lot of music shops that don't want to put the effort and time into setting stuff up because – especially now a lot of it sells online anyway yeah. yeah um but to me like why would anyone in their right mind if you walk into a shop and the neck is bowed like that so that it lit and i mean i'm not even kidding like a centimeter at the 12th fret wow uh i don't know two and a half thousand dollar guitar three thousand dollars ed sheeran you can sit there a long time uh, no one wants to buy it because no. why would they? Yeah. yeah, set it up. Spent five ten minutes setting yeah. it up, and rem you brought it back. We did some videos. This was for a. That's we're not mentioning who it was for, but it was for another music shop, and um, uh, you brought them back, and I think you mentioned something, and the guy was like, "Oh, what do you yeah. want me to do?" You know, he kind of got annoyed with you for even bringing it up. Well, this is an expensive guitar. Mm. Set it up a little bit. It's like I had a whinge. If you watch a link to it in the description below, I bought a guitar a little while ago, uh, a Japanese sort of high end, uh, more higher end uh, 
what is it called? Modern Modern Jazzmaster, my mm. kind of green kind of modern Jazzmaster that I bought. And I bought it from a shop um, on the Gold Coast. Again, not mentioning any names. I didn't mention the name of the shop actually in the shop, in the video, but, and it came and the neck was bowed. It was set up horribly. Yeah. And, you know, all it takes is, you know, it literally, I did it in the video while the camera was rolling. Yeah. I just went, click, that's all you need to do. It doesn't take long. No. The strings are dead. So what? Sure. You can tell it's good, but it's just, if you know what you're doing, it takes 10 seconds to do that. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. That's my little winch. Sorry, but. No, take it. What was it like at, at where you worked? Was it? Well, where, prior, prior to Malulabar, I was in uh, the music spot for, I can't remember now, a very long time. And routinely we would do every section of guitar. Okay. So okay. It was always someone's job to tune, yeah, cool. dust, clean, and tweak. Okay. Particularly as you go through seasonal changes and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Uh, no, it was part of the part of the gig. Yeah, awesome. And we maintained those instruments all the time, so that we never when did. you sold a five hundred dollar guitar, it felt fantastic, as it should. You know, and and our market back then were you know kids, families, yeah, not, not a lot of pros. So the market, you know, you, for a young kid to pick up a guitar and you could park a bus under the strings, yeah, they're never going to play that guitar. They're not going to. No, who's going to want to play it? And, I mean, that, that's the thing. Who, who, who is the market for an Ed Sheeran guitar? It's not mm. old guys like us. Mm. It's the, it's younger guys, yeah, you know? and girls, and girls, younger guys. Yeah, exactly. Lots of girls. So yeah, it. I, I yeah. yeah, that's I a whole so. other discussion. That's a whole other podcast. But, but yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, you've got to maintain them because you know that's. <laughs> It's the joy of playing an instrument. Yeah. Well, even besides the nice thing to do and you know, inspiring kids, even if it's just purely business plan, totally. yeah. you're not going to get any repeat business because I'll go to another music shop and go, wow, this played really nice. Mm. And then they, they talk to the people behind the counter. Yeah. They care about what's on the wall. Yeah, right. You know, so, yeah. No, I mean, the, the shop I worked at too, They would if, they, if someone would ask us to do a setup, we would do a setup on mm. it. Sure. But on the wall, no. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Horses for courses. Yeah. Anyway, let's do the bass now. So this is now the, because we're running, this is going to be a long podcast. Uh, but you guys are listening to it, not me, so. Yeah, we're listening to it. Now this is the. That's cool. Uh, Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, hang on. Should I change the, um... No, that's cool. <laughs> that's okay. I moved off that before, didn't I? Rub a mute underneath it. Choke it up. Hang on, I just got to find a bass again. I just went off it before. So anyway, we have a precision bass. Oh no, this is sorry, this is the wrong series. Pantera two sixties precision bass in a three color sunburst with yeah. a maple neck, a rosewood fretboard, and a thumb rest, which no one ever uses. <laughs> have you ever used one? Not really. How do you use? I don't even know how to use it. Why is it on the bottom? Because you rest your fingers on it. Oh, so it's a oh, not your thumb. It's the thumb. Thumb playing. Yeah. Ah, like that. Yeah, because. That was the that was the way you played back then. And with the with the cover plates on the bridge and the over the oh, yeah, pickups, true. you could rest on there as well, and um, uh, just all thumb bass. I forgot about the uh, 
The whole thumb base thing is a whole technical on its own. Oh, yeah, because it had that, yeah, that, the cover, didn't it? Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay, so I found it out. So we've got the Vintero 260's precision base, which has an older body, 7.25-inch radius rosewood fingerboard with vintage tool frets, early 60s C-shaped neck, uh, early 60s split coil pickups, vintage-style reverse open gear machine heads, four saddle vintage-style bridge with threaded steel saddles. Uh, gloss polyester finish, 34-inch scale length, slab rosewood fingerboard, uh, gesundheit, uh, 20 frets, synthetic bow nut, 1.75-inch nut width, um, white dot inlays. Once again, uh, we have vintage-style butt that adjusts the truss rod. Four-ply tortoiseshell pickguard, yada, yada, yada. So that was Alex noodling. Uh, no, I mean my nudes. Alex likes his nudes. No, oh, it's Pete. Uh, so you you liked it particularly, Pete, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cracker. Do you want me to turn a spring reverb down a bit? Yeah, you could put it on a bass setting. That'd be nice. <laughs> oh, hang on. Okay, I'll see if I can find a bass. Take it off. <laughs> was it on a twin or something? Do you have like a Mesa Boogie dual rectifier? Have you ever recorded through guitar amps, bass? No, I don't think so. Could be cool. <laughs> no, I think I've done it once. Like, if you want gnarliness, yeah, yeah, or like low, low, five sixties and stuff, blinky bits, like a Fender basement. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> this is a preset called Studio Bass. Compression much? There we go. I'm going to compress it off completely if you want. wants to know what does it sound like with fuzz <laughs> oh uh-huh. roll the tone off so you get more like that was all four <laughs> things it's two fuzzes an octavia and an eq This is a very vintage specky P bass. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Playing at home. Um, it has a feel on the neck. Yeah. The neck's very comfy. Neck's pretty. Uh, big old chunky neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's half a tree, mate. It's, yeah, it's a big riff stick. Riff stick. <laughs> um, real glossy, but super comfy. Um, and just out of the box. Feels fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I haven't touched anything. I haven't done anything. That's just the way it came out of the box. Yeah. Um, just, just noticing now, though. The, uh, the tone and volume control, why they didn't go with the vintage style control knobs. Um, Are they not vintage? memory there, or maybe I'm thinking of the jazz. Concentric. The, the black. No, they're the black with the notched 
Oh, are they? Um, mm. Maybe that was the jazz. I'm sure everyone will correct me. Yeah. Oh, it's the internet. No one corrects anyone. Everyone lets... Everyone is... On the internet, everyone's happy to let things go. It's so, <laughs> so polite. What colours? The other colour was like a creamy... Uh, white. Olympic white. Olympic white. Mm. Yeah. Which is, I guess, a less creamy white. It's a, it's a slightly more white white. Okay, so why... Why was it called Olympic white? Does that have to tell me to do with a car colour? Possibly. I know they used they used to use two different types of whites that both kind of look the same. Yeah. But one aged more white and uh, sorry, one aged more yellow, one aged more sort of bluey kind of you know, yeah. sort of that. Okay. There's a they used two different whites, so maybe Olympic white was one that ages more cream coloured. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm sure someone will let us know. Good on them. I do lo- kind of like that bass. And I do um, like the, the white one. All the P bases seem to have, um, on the Fender website, seem to have chrome knobs. Uh, it's the jazz basses that have the black knobs. Yeah, okay. It's kind of like on, on a Mustang, the same sort of, those kind of mm. knobs. It's, I've got to say, for a, for a sunburst, which is my least favorite of all colors, um, I think it looks quite good. It, it ha- doesn't have much red. That's the thing. I think when it's too much red yeah. and then it goes too yellow, that's when it's bad. But it has just a little bit of red and the yellow is not too yellow. Well, that's why the tortoise shell brings, yeah, yeah, brings yeah. the red, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a great base. Um, very much in that vein that I was talking about before with that deluxe P. Yeah. Same kind of quality. Bit of a winner. Just, yeah. And I mean, brand get, new, I think it's, New strings, a slight setup. Oh yeah. Maybe f- tone the edges of the frets ever so slightly. It's just because they're. I'm touching them now. <laughs> but it's pretty good. Yeah, he is. Look out. This is what it sounds yeah, like when he touches. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that? Again, if you would pay, uh, if a thousand people would pay forty nine ninety five a month, uh, you could. We would wear those Google glasses so you could see what we're looking at. So tell your friends, or if one person wants to pay, you know, for a thousand people, mm. feel free. Richard Branson, if you're listening. $49,000 later. We'll, we'll take your island in Noosa. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool, hey. Can it's, I have a spin? Well, I'll do, I'll do the stupid stuff with the fuzz then. I mean, stupid, the, 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 what, what you're meant to do. Clever things. I play the bass the way a bass wants to be played. Do you? With yeah. the pick. Yeah. And a run up. Okay, what? Just for that. No pick. Oh. So all that blood on your on your rug <laughs> and all over your walls. <laughs> You'll know where that comes from. <laughs> okay. Good. Green Russian muff style fuzz. <laughs> yeah. That's manly. That's what it sounds like when you strum the strings behind a nut. It's angry. Uh, I want to hear that pedal through like an 8x10. It's massive. Huge. It's massive, the two tones. Kill marsupials. (laughs) 
elderly people. It's the other fuzz on it. That's both fuzzes. Sounds like modulation. This is what it sounds like when you slap, slap at the bass with fuzz. I think you broke my headphones. You sound all distorted. Take them off for a second while it's playing. That's the vintage Spec 60s P bass. <coughs> I need to lie down and eat a sandwich. Yeah, the other two look like they saw a ghost or something. Very mm-hmm. pale, all of them. Yep. <laughs> and the hair's more windswept <laughs> through the headphones. Yeah, somehow. Um, so, does it only come in the sunburst? No, no, Olympic white. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, so there's, if you go to the Fender website, uh, I mean, this is it is a podcast which makes it somewhat limited in what you can see, but I'm showing. It's called the, the tortoiseshell tea, which is. Yes. <coughs> yeah. Has yep. a tortoiseshell. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. I'd do that's like a nice that. looking no, It's really cool. Actually, that, a little bit road-worn, like the, mm-hmm. in that same sort of style as a JMJ bass, that would look great. Again, I've got a router. <laughs> And a lighter. Just smash the rat. Don't even plug it in. <laughs> smash it on top of the base. And he's not afraid to use it. <laughs> uh, his dog is relict. <laughs> <laughs> Cars are relict. Yeah. yeah. So all up, Let's thoughts on the Vintero 2 series, the three, the two guitars and the bass we've got? Well, the Jag. The Jag. Jag. I like the Jag a lot. I like it too. Yeah. It just needs set up, but I like it a lot. Sure. Yeah, I... I Probably plays the best out of all of them. Yeah, maybe. I feel the bass is probably the best. Yeah, the best finish. Fit and finish on that is fantastic. Mm. That yeah. is the Jag is too. Yeah. Uh, mm. Poor, 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 poor Telly. Yeah, yeah. Ugly, no, no, ugly, ugly little sister just didn't didn't come up to scratch. It's, it's the Solange yeah. to the Beyonce, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Jesus. It's the, what's another Kardashian other than Kim? Uh, Glenn. It's Glenn. It's the Glenn Kardashian. <laughs> Uncle Glenn. Uncle Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Glenn Kardashian. He's a plumber. Uh, he, he cleans and, uh, car dashboards. Car oh, dash- wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Again, we're wasting the internet. Yeah. I think uh, many people have done that before us. So. Okay. So, so if I had you know, some money in the bank, just, just hypothetically, if I had some money in the bank, yeah, I'd probably go the Jag and the P base in the white. Yeah. I mean, out of those, if we're talking yeah. entire Vintera series, can I show you chaps and, uh, uh, 
you guys guys at home just go and check out uh, um check out the interwebs so i think ones that look specifically spiffy are the mustang based competition mustang with the stripe mm-hmm. that looks spe- specifically spiffy but when it comes to guitars spiffy. Sp- specifically spiffy <laughs> yeah the guitar i would get i mean the jag is great i really like is the it jag. jazz master Oh, wait no, till, no you, see what, wait till you see what it looks like, though. Like a jazz master. <laughs> That's just gorgeous. It is pretty cool. Sonic blue with the uh, gold pick with the gold analog. I'm not sure how I feel about P- the gold P- and blue. P90s? I think it sounds great. P90s. Is it P90? They're not P90s. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> like, people suck. <laughs> Why do you people suck? So much? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I mean, out of the ones we've got, I would I would keep the jag. That's the one I would definitely keep. I'd love to try the, the Jazzmaster. They were going to send us a Jazzmaster and a Mustang. Actually, actually, the Mustang looks good. Um, that's uh, there's a, a like an orange one with a stripe. Oh here. when it loads, internet's a bit slow. That's uh, competition Mustang with a competition stripe. Yeah, seventies. Uh, and there's a blue one too. Mm. Oh yeah, the blue's probably the winner for me. Blue's out of those two. Blue. I kind of like. But you got to see orange. them in the flesh. I mean, I kind of like the orange. It's not the same. Competition orange. Um, I'd love to try them. They were going to send us those, but um, they were low on stock, so um, they sent us the ones they sent us. But um, yeah, I do really like the Jaguar. I think the neck feels great. It sounds really, really good. So the bass is great. What mods would we be doing to these if we were Ooh. inclined? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Okay, well you guys start off first because I'd shim the neck. Hey. <laughs> no, besides, 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 besides setup. Maybe. Are we talking about just in general, in all of them, or just a general? No. I don't know. E- well, if these are the pick, what? Okay, and and you had that yeah. theoretical cash, what would you well, um? Would you gift, mod it? If you got gift, do you need to mod it? Um, are they good as they are? With you? the base, what do you think about that bridge? The bridge, yeah. It kind of seems a bit lightweight, and mm. you need one of those badass bridges, don't you? Isn't that what they actually call badass? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Babbage. Or the oh, Babbage stuff, yeah. See, on the, on the Jag, what I would do, I think the pickups sound great. Yeah, they do. Uh, the Trem seems to work quite well. It does, actually. Um, I would just see what the bridge is like when you raise the, mm. when you shim the neck and raise it a bit and put heavier strings on it. And if nothing else, maybe a Mustang bridge. But other than yep. that, I don't think I would do much. I think most people would take the thumb rest off the P. And put yeah. it at the top. Or just take it off. Put it in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Or put it Not too most heavy, most players would, I imagine. But. Under here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next to, the, next the... to the mute. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't think they need a lot of modification. I mean, it's just nah. going to come down to pickups for most people. Um, I, I think that the pickups in that sound great in the Jag. Mm. I'm a fan. I should be interesting to do, because I've got a 62 Jaguar. Right. Uh, refinished and stuff, but all the stuff inside is, is original. Interesting to see the the comparison in terms of pickups. Mm, yeah. How different they sound. Because I do I do think uh, And you'd put a bigger gauge string on is I'd what put you were probably saying. Probably twelves on that, yeah. Sure. Twelve to um hundred and fifty six. Two fifty three. Hundred and six. Um, twelve to yeah, actually twelve to fifty six actually yeah. that's what it is probably. <laughs> Setup's probably an individual thing. Yeah, of course. That's that's everyone's a bit different with that. Um I find that the nut seems good. It, it, heavier strings you need to file it but it seems mm-hmm. that the nut seems to be done quite well uh again i think those slotted headstock tuners if you put the string on properly they work really well 
Um, what about the telly that we haven't come to love yet? The telly? Uh, again, it just all depends on what it's like when you do a setup on it. Uh, if you do just a normal setup on it and it plays great, that's all you really need to do. I mean, mm. maybe change the machine. I, I'd change the machine. If the machine sure. is a... Uh, yeah. There's too much play. There's too much give. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people... Um, Seem to like tellies with brass saddles. Maybe that's another thing. You just stick yeah. some brass saddles on it. Sure. Um, but again, the pickups sound good to me. Yep. They sound fine to me. Um, Alex could get his router out and we put some mm. aftermarket binding on it. But Can um, relic the snot out of it. Throw <laughs> <laughs> a pickup in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, when it, but but like you said before, Pete, those are perfect guitars for if you don't want to go for a Squire, something really cheap. If you want something that's a bit more substantial mm. as a modding platform, they're fantastic. Yeah. Yep. You know, spec them up, put some, drop some different pickups in it. And, yeah. 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 You know, you've got something that's going to give a lot back. They're, they're great. There you go. Good times. So that's that. That was a long episode. Um, but, uh, yeah. well, over now. Lots of chatty chatties. Um, but it's good. <laughs> that's fine. You know, that's that's what we're here for. That's what a podcast is. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really mostly about talking podcasts, isn't it? Oh, we didn't touch the thing. We didn't do this. Yeah. Or. This. Wow. <laughs> or this. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. On that note. <laughs> On that note, maybe we should end the podcast. I'd like to thank Jesus and the Academy. <laughs> but mostly my parents. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, because you, we went too long, the music started, you know. Yeah, yeah the wind up. Wind up music. Yeah, yeah. Um, shut the hell up. <laughs> so no, no, well, thanks, thanks for being on, Pete. Thanks for having me. Mm. Thanks, yeah, thanks for doing the videos. Good times. And, and um, if you want to see or hear, hear Pete more, let us know in the comments below. Mm. His addresses. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> if you never want to see or hear Pete ever also, again, <laughs> let us know in the comments below. Send your hate mail to uh, Pete on the base. Mr. Doney at <laughs> <laughs> Greg Doney at uh, 2599 Doney Street, Doney Star Town. Um, yeah, no, so thanks, Pete. Thanks for coming hey, and thanks for welcome. helping us with the videos. And big thank you to Fender mm. Australia for sending yeah. out uh, this Vintero stuff. And big thank you to Boss Australia for letting us uh, use the Gigcaster 8 to make some noise and stuff. And um, and all you people out there for listening. Good on the, you. The Good on you. Ones and ones <laughs> yes. of people that are listening. Yeah, the audience. The, the audience. <laughs> Thanks, mum. <laughs> Pete's mum's listening. That's uh, that's at least one thing. <laughs> exactly. And if you made it this far into the podcast, yep. what's the word of the day? What's the Ooh. word for the podcast? Shim. 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 Yep. Shimity. So if you want a uh, um, virtual cookie, uh, cookie, send us a message that says shim and we send you a cookie emoji back. <laughs> yeah. And the first person that does gets two cookie emojis. Oh. You're special, so. Stop it. Uh, Pete's going to be on it straight away. <laughs> yeah. I already got a message saying shim. <laughs> it doesn't release till this weekend. Cool. So, uh, yes. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, folks. Um, thanks well, for that. Oh, um, don't forget to take a photo of what you're looking at. Yes. It's always fun to see where people are in the world, what yes. they're doing. Cool. I'm going to take a photo of what I'm looking at now, and around. you can tell me uh, out there what the difference is between what I was looking at before and what I'm looking at now. Are they cookies? The microphone is like right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> That's how you want it. I'm looking at it most of the time. I'm standing, I'm staring at the stupid thing. Just grill. And I want it to be a little bit out of focus too because it is currently out of focus when I'm because I'm kind of cross-eyed looking at it.
Um, on that note, thank you so much. Yeah, let's get out of here. Should yeah. we should we roll the music? Let's roll on. Do that. Let's roll the music. Music is rolling. <laughs> roll on, roll on. It's over.